What's up? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at the Shooting the Schmidt podcast. Yesterday's episode was awesome. Shout out to Matt Murphy again. Today, though, it is just me. We're going to be getting into the Colts trade for quarterback Matt Ryan. Can't wait to get into it. But first, double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. So two days ago, I guess when you're hearing this, the Colts traded a third-round pick to the Atlanta Falcons for quarterback Matt Ryan. And hallelujah, okay? Being here in Indy, you know, it's a lot of Colts coverage for me. And if the Colts ended up grabbing Baker Mayfield, I think I'd have gone crazy. Golly, that hooey. But they didn't, right? They got Matt Ryan. And look, let's be honest. It's about time the Colts figured out their quarterback situation. Fans here in Indy. Fans here in Indy have been sitting on the edge of their seats just waiting for this news to come through. It has been the main thing that people have been talking about when it comes to sports. Who are the, who are the Colts going to get? Are they going to go get Jimmy G? Is it going to be Baker Mayfield? You know, God forbid that it's Sam Ellinger week one, right? But no, it's, it's going to be Matt Ryan, which I think is great for the Colts. I really like the move. that Especially since they didn't give up much for Matt Ryan. They're also not having to pay the full salary you know, the, the Falcons are having to pay part of it. And and he should be a reliable option for them at quarterback, a real grown-up, a guy who's really good at the line of scrimmage. Now, let's be honest here. He doesn't have, you know, the same big playability as a guy like Carson Wentz. You know, he doesn't light up the room when he walks in the way Carson Wentz does with the arm and the size and the mobility and everything. But Matt Ryan is a really good quarterback, okay? You don't play in the NFL for as long as he has unless you are – unless you are a really good quarterback. He's very consistent. Okay, He has an MVP under his belt. He's played in a Super Bowl. The problem is that the AFC is absolutely loaded. So it'll be a tough time making the playoffs. But look, they do have four games against the Jags and the Texans, which will help. I do think that this Colts team is the best team in this division. I think that Matt Ryan's possibly the best quarterback in this division as well. Okay, this feels... A lot like them bringing in Phillip Rivers a couple years ago. Matt Ryan, definitely a bridge quarterback because he is 37. But at the same time, he's looking to win his first Super Bowl. And this Colts roster is really good. Okay, they need some help at wide receiver. But before I get into all their needs at wide receiver and possibilities, like Matt Ryan, really good quarterback. I think Indianapolis is a perfect place for him to be. I think he's going to play well in this Frank Reich system. I really like the deal for the Falcons as well. They're able to really kind of start focusing on their future now. They're going to be a bottom five team in the NFL. Going to have a real chance to draft Bryce Young next year. And the Colts really needed a quarterback. So I like everything that's gone on for all three parties in this. The Colts, the Falcons, and and Matt Ryan. It's one of these rare trades where there isn't a set winner or loser. So that's you know great for, for all three parties here. Now going back to the need at receiver... Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, and OBJ are all still available. Those are probably the top three guys. Obviously, with Julio, he's a little bit older, but at the same time, it'd be really cool to see him and Matt Ryan reunite in Indianapolis. He's had some injury issues. He felt like he didn't play at all for the Titans last year. So it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. I wouldn't mind seeing him up here as long as it's on a one-year prove-it kind of deal. Jarvis Landry would be nice to have, but... 
He's definitely a number two. I don't think he's a true number one wide receiver. But at the same time, you know, he's a huge upgrade over what they have right now. So won't complain in the slightest if the Colts end up grabbing Jarvis Landry. And then, of course, the guy that, if I'm if I'm a Colts fan, this is who I would want, Odell Beckham Jr. He's still available. Okay, the Colts need to grab at least one of them, maybe two of them. And if they don't grab two of them, then they need to hit on one in the draft, right? Because the way I see it right now, it's going to be one of those three guys, Michael Pittman Jr., and then whoever they draft. Like, that's probably going to be their top three receivers. So whoever they take in the draft needs to be able to step in and play right away. Like I said, hopefully they can grab OBJ. He's definitely the best of the three. And look, everyone saw how capable he was for those few games in L.A. when he had a competent quarterback and a coach who knew how to scheme guys open, which Frank Reich is more than capable of doing. And I, I want to hit on this last thing before we before we wrap it up, but at the end of the day, the Colts possibly traded for the best quarterback in this division, depending on what you think of Ryan Tam- Tannehill, who's extremely limited. Ryan Tannehill's never even touched the podium of an MVP award. He's never touched the podium of the Super Bowl. Like, he's never gotten close to either one of those achievements, whereas Matt Ryan has accomplished both of those. Like I said earlier, he has an MVP. He's played in the Super Bowl. He threw for just under 4,000 yards this last year with 20 touchdowns and 12 picks, and that was behind a bad offensive line with no run game. Calvin Ridley didn't play for part of the year. No Julio Jones. Okay, like, he'll have two of those three things in Indianapolis as of right now, right? Like, you know you're going to have a good offensive line, and you know that you have Jonathan or Jonathan Taylor in the backfield who you can turn around and hand it off to on a consistent basis. The only question is who's going to be playing wide receiver for you. But even if the receivers aren't great, the run game should open up the pass game and things like that. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do in this new offense. You know, last year, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks. You know, c- could be better, could also be way worse. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. And for how good the Colts are going to be, I would like to say that they're going to be the best team in this division. Look, it's going to be them or the Titans. But the, I just, I, I don't know, right? Like, there's a part of me that could see them going, you know, 12 and 5, you know, grabbing one of the higher seeds out of the AFC. But I could also see them going, see them being pretty average, you know, going like 9 and 8. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do for the rest of the offseason. They still have cap room to go out and sign some more players. You know, hopefully it's a wide receiver. They need help at left tackle, they need help at corner. And so I'm I'm excited to see kind of what they do because they have some fl- flexibility with how much money they have left to go get some real game changers on both sides of the ball. So it's going to be good. I'm I'm excited, but let's be honest here. It's it's time. Okay? Like it is time for this Colts team to perform and see what all they got going on. Okay? Like this front office has had plenty of time to put together a winner. And when we look at the roster that they've put together, like they've done that. Okay. Like it is a for sure top 12, probably a top 10 defense. Okay. The offensive line is going to be really, really good, especially when they fill that hole at left tackle. Uh, Armstead signed with the Dolphins today. So, you know, if he'd been, if he'd ended up in Indy, that'd have been really interesting. But, you know, he's, he's signed to Miami. So they still need to fill the hole at left tackle. And, but outside of that, quarterback has kind of been the missing piece. For this front office, for for this front office, excuse me, ever since they stepped in, and they better hope it's Matt Ryan, right? Like at a minimum, they better make the playoffs, but they need to win a couple playoff games. I think that would buy some job stability for you know Frank Reich and this front office and Chris Ballard and those guys because 
look, the people here in Indy, like they want to see a winner and they want to see it soon because they know that they're on the brink. And so it'll be interesting just to kind of see, you know, if the pressure gets to this team or not, right? So we still have plenty of time left for free agency for them to go and fulfill the rest of their needs. So I'm, you know, looking forward to seeing them go do that. So that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. I'll be back tomorrow with another take for you guys. Make sure you are, you know, following the podcast or subscribing and, you know, feel free to leave it a rating as well. So once again, that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another take for y'all.